0: Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 39, and I'm drinking hypnotic. As a listener to the podcast, you should expect that I will be well-researched and educational, also entertaining and consistent in my reviews. Why did I choose hypnotic for this episode? To be honest, I'm curious about it. This liqueur rocketed to success out of nowhere with the help of hip-hop and the New York club scene, from an outsider in the spirits industry with an idea, and his partner with only a few years in the music business. Until I started doing this podcast, I wasn't really in the target market for the liqueur, but because I love flavor and a good story, I decided Hypnotic had earned a spot. The bottle of hypnotic I have is the standard 750 milliliters. It's 17% alcohol by volume, making it 34 proof. And it retails for between 20 and $25. The bottle is very elegant. It's frosted and clear glass, but the liquid inside is a sky blue color. The bottle I have happens to be a limited edition OG bottle, which is the original bottle design. It's a throwback for the anniversary of the product launch. The bottom of the bottle has a distinctive punt, which is an indentation. It's a feature borrowed from wine bottles. There's many reasons for a punt, uh, one of which is to simply serve as an optical illusion to make the bottle appear larger like there's more in it. There's also a slender neck on the bottle with a silver foil closure. The back of the bottle reads, Hypnotic is a unique and exquisitely delectable sensation that combines a perfect balance of premium vodka Cognac, and tantalizing natural tropical fruit juices with hints of orange and passion fruits. Experience the amazing taste and seductive aroma of hypnotic. Certified color added. Time to open it up. Let's grab this zip strip. Okay, get that foil. It's got a little stopper. I think it's synthetic, but here it goes. A pop. (laughs) Very poppy. Yes, a synthetic stopper. Ooh. And i can smell the fruit juice just from popping the bottle with all spirits on this podcast i taste them consistently which is neat at room temperature so no ice no dilution not mixed and i use a clean glen glass which is a whiskey nosing glass allows you to really see and experience the spirit so i've got my clean glen let's go for a pour It is blue. It is the color blue from the bottle. It's rather amazing. In the glass, it's as blue as it is in the bottle. It's translucent, but not clear and uniformly colored throughout. On the nose, oh, you get fruit juice? I get grapefruit, a sourness. There's something tropical beyond the grapefruit under it, probably passion fruit smells sweet. And now for the taste. Wow. little, let me get another, another taste. Wake my uh, taste buds up just with the first taste of alcohol. So I need a little, a little more. Hang on. There's a tartness, a sourness to it. It's quite balanced, but I expected it to be sweeter. It's sweet, but I'm getting a tart grapefruit flavor is the most pronounced to me. And it really kind of puckered me a little bit. That first taste I needed to go in and make sure that I was tasting it correctly. Let's try another. That's... It's good, easy drinking. There's more complexity the more you drink it. Tropical sweetness comes through. It's still sour, quite a bit sour. I actually get a sensation of like there's too much citrus juice in it, is the sensation I get. Like sometimes when you get a cocktail that's got a little too much lemon or lime juice, that's the sensation I get. I don't really pick up a hint of alcohol at all. It's very light proof at 17% ABV. You don't taste the alcohol, which is probably a dangerous thing, but but good easy drinking. Let's let's give it another go. Yeah. <laughs> With most spirits, the more you drink, the easier it is to drink. The story of Hypnotic has been consistently told from all the sources I've referenced, and I have no doubt to trust that it's true, often recounted by the inventor himself. But I'll admit, after digging into the history of Hypnotic, I have a theory about what other spirit may have influenced or even inspired the product design. Again, this is just a theory, but I'll share it with you after telling of the official story of Hypnotic. So here we go. Born in 2001, Hypnotic is barely 20 years old as of the time of this recording. Hypnotic is a story of triumph and an underdog making it big. Raphael Jacobi, who is often introduced as a college dropout, was a New Yorker in his early 20s, around about 25 years old at the time of inspiration, recounts the story of how he was walking through the Bloomingdale's department store with his wife and saw a beautiful blue perfume bottle. He thought it would be great as a liquor product, and described it as oceanic, relaxing and sexy. He thought it would look great in a martini glass. The popular tale says he had no real business experience and was outside of the spirits business. What is mostly left out of the story now is that Jacoby had been selling wines from the Republic of Georgia, but he said he felt too limited by his product. And that may have helped spur him on to create hypnotic. Regardless, Jacobi was committed and he convinced his wife of it as well because they sold their New York apartment for $60,000, moved into his parents home in Queens, New York, and maxed their credit cards to launch the product. And by all accounts, it was fully formed when first sold. No changes in formulation, bottle design, nothing. Jacoby says he went to France and found a master blender, a bottler, and a design company to make the brand to his liking. In the course of about a year, Jacoby managed to conjure hypnotic from his mind and make it real. But then he had to sell it. Enter the marketing muscle behind Hypnotic, a man named Nick Storm. About six years older than Raphael Jacobi, Nick Storm had been working in the music business for a few years and was a native of Yonkers, New York. The two first met when Storm was doing parties at a New York restaurant named Justin's that was owned at the time by Sean Combs, or Puff Daddy or P. Diddy, as he was known at the time. Yacobi came in with a suitcase or briefcase and opened it, but wouldn't show the contents to Storm initially. Storm said in an interview that it reminded him of a movie, Pulp Fiction, where a briefcase is carried throughout the film, but the audience never sees what's inside. Yacobi apparently asked Storm some crazy questions like, Do you know any rappers? Do you know anything about liquor? Storm responded by saying he was in the music business doing parties, but really wanted to know what Yacobi was after. Jacoby said he was trying to get his product into the hands of two rappers, Nelly or Puff Daddy. The pair agreed to join forces, and Storm describes the launch in music terms like an independent self-published record. Jacoby and Storm sold Hypnotic out of the trunk of their cars, beating the streets to get the New York clubs and bars to carry the brand, and liquor stores and restaurants as well. Though only a short 20 years ago, there was no social media to promote the brand on, and the young company had no budget for advertising. What they did have was Storm's music industry connections and Jacoby's conviction and the product, Hypnotic. P. Diddy, or Sean Combs, restaurant Justin's started to carry the liqueur, and then the big break came. A rapper named Fabulous prominently featured Hypnotic in his video, Trade It All. And with that, doors were opened and the phones started ringing. Sales went from about 1,000 cases the first year to 5,000 quickly. Within about two and a half years, Hypnotic was the sixth largest liqueur in the United States. To say it saw explosive growth may be an understatement. In January of 2003, barely two years after introduction, Heaven Hill Distilleries, Inc., a Kentucky-based company that owns dozens of spirits brands, including several notable American whiskeys, acquired Hypnotic for an undisclosed sum. Terms of the deal were not disclosed at the time. However, the payout to Yokobi has been reported as low as $20 million to as high as $60 million, claimed by Yokobi himself in one interview. Nick Storm stayed on with Hypnotic in a marketing brand promotion role with a reported six-figure salary. But in 2007, Storm left the brand to help launch Chirac Vodka. Under Heaven Hill's ownership, Hypnotic has remained true to its roots and stayed aligned with its key demographic within the hip-hop culture. It's branched out some, but was fully embraced by hip-hop. Hypnotic has been mentioned in at least 200 songs by various artists, and the brand continues to foster this relationship with collaborations with current artists. The spirit is widely available, and still one of the top liqueurs sold. So now for my theory about Hypnotic's inspiration that I foreshadowed at the beginning. Again, I have no doubt that Raphael Jacobi created a smash success with Hypnotic with the assistance of Nick Storm, but what's left out of the perfume bottle origin story is the other popular liqueur, made in France from a vodka and cognac base with tropical fruit juice added, bottled at nearly the same proof of 16% ABV or 32 proof. This other liqueur was popular in the New York club scene as well, and name-dropped by hip-hop artists. It has its own cocktail named for the song that featured it. The cocktail in question is the Thug Passion, and the liqueur in question is Alize. The late, great Tupac Shakur begins his 1996 release of the song Thug Passion with the following lyrics. Alright, new drink. One part Alize, one part Cristal. Alize was launched in 1984. In the original flavor, Alize Gold Passion, was introduced to the U.S. in 1986 but it was targeted at 45 to 55-year-old white women and didn't sell well, but it limped along. A far cry from the young hip-hop demographic that would come to embrace it after Tupac christened it in Thug Passion. It probably helped that Alizé's price was dropped from $45 to $16 a bottle in the mid-1990s. To look at a photo of a bottle of Alizé circa the late 1990s, and there's a lot of similarities to it in the get-up or trade dress of a bottle of Hypnotic. Alizé Gold Passion is a light orange color, it was sold in a frosted wine bottle shape, and it had a foil seal on the neck so I'd hazard a guess that Alizé was not unknown to Raphael Jacobi when he was creating Hypnotic. I'd even go so far as to theorize that Hypnotic is an upgraded blue version of Alizé. Similar in composition, similar flavor, Hypnotic's bottles lists passion fruit. Both are made in France and fully embraced by hip-hop culture. Of course, it may all just be a coincidence, but I'm not so sure. Again, it's just a the theory, but it feels like Hypnotic was inspired by alizé so that's the story let's talk about how hypnotic is made it's made in france and beyond what's listed on the bottle very little information is available the recipe of course is a trade secret as to be expected the color is a certified food safe additive and one source i found reported that the color is added during the fruit maceration process the cognacs used likely vary based upon available stocks, but are said to include those from five of the cognac crew, Grand Champagne, Petit Champagne, Bauderise, Finbois, and Bois Ordinaires. To learn more about cognac crew, listen to episode 38 on Remy Martin VSOP Fine Champagne Cognac. The vodka used in hypnotic is said to be triple distilled and charcoal filtered, distilled from grain. Spring water is also said to be used, but that's what I know about how hypnotic is made. On to cocktails and consumption. Hypnotic is great for adding color or flavor to a number of fun cocktails, and the low proof invites you to drink it straight from the bottle, which is fairly common, or on the rocks. However, Hypnotic owes some of its early success to a cocktail it's known for, the Incredible Hulk. While the brand did not invent the cocktail, Nick Storm recounted in an interview how he was first introduced to it by a patron at a liquor store where he was promoting Hypnotic. This patron refused a sample, but purchased a bottle of Hennessy Cognac and in the store mixed the Hennessy with the hypnotic, stirring it with his finger and said, this is how we do it out here. It turned green, mixing the brown amber of the cognac with the light blue of the hypnotic, and the store patron also reportedly said, gotta get strong, turned green like the Hulk. The cocktail is super simple to make, it's equal parts hypnotic and Hennessy, two ounces each, poured over ice, then stirred for the transformation to green. The hypnotic website doesn't list this drink by the name The Incredible Hulk anymore, they refer to it as Hypno and Cognac, likely to distance themselves from brand names. Wikipedia recounts the invention of the cocktail is attributed to an intoxicated patron in Connecticut who intended to order a Thug Passion, which is the drink invented by the late, great Tupac Shakur, but ended up opting for a mix of Hypnotic and Hennessy instead. The Incredible Hulk, however, may more likely have been conceived in a New York club or even the bar at Justin's Restaurant. So in summary, what do I think of Hypnotic? It's good, it's a bit sour for my taste. Actually, I expected it to be sweeter. I did, however, try it with a mix of Remy Martin VSOP, fine champagne Cognac, because I had that from the last episode. So I made my own little Incredible Hulk cocktail here. The addition of Cognac improves. The hypnotic I think it cuts back on that sourness hypnotic by itself is good it probably benefit from being served over ice is how I would enjoy it if I were going to just drink it on its own but mixed it does does quite good. And the color is hard to pass up. It's definitely a holdover from the early 2000s and the sense of bling that people really had being out in clubs. Again, it was never I'm not the target demo for it I'm more of a jazz fan than a hip hop lover. Uh, But I definitely appreciate this spirit and I'm in awe and honestly just envious of this smashing success that two young men really just created this from nothing. The combination of Jacoby and Storm, you know, and the great Rit and the the leap of faith it took from Yokobi to like sell his apartment move-in with his parents and convince his wife of hey we're gonna we're gonna create a, a liqueur brand and then once he'd sunk all this money into it i'm sure he's like okay now i need to sell it and it worked out and it worked out handsomely for him i mean he got paid out either 20 or 60 million somewhere in that range he did very well so uh good on him good for Nick storm he's gone on to be referred to as the The Million Case Man, he's moved tremendous amounts of distilled spirits with Hypnotic and Chirac as a uh, famous vodka brand. So both of these gentlemen have done quite well. And as a consumer, we're left with this light blue, uh, oceanic, relaxing, and sexy liqueur. It's not bad. Yeah, put a bottle of Hypnotic on your shelf. It's worth it. So that's going to do it for this episode of Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Show notes are on liqueur, connoisseur.com. You can also find the show on your favorite podcast platform. The show's on social media, Facebook and Instagram mostly. Please leave me your feedback. Let me know what spirit you would like to hear about in an upcoming episode. And as always, thank you for listening.